Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson.
thank you, Lord. My heart's long for to be overcome by your presence. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome, my God. Can we welcome the Holy Spirit into our hearts first, my God? Holy Spirit, you are so welcome, my God. Woo! My God, Jesus. I'm welcoming you into my heart today, my God. Woo! I'm thankful, I'm grateful. My God, is, are you not thankful that God didn't leave you to be a mess? <laughs> Woo! Are you not thankful that God didn't leave you to be a mess? Father, thank you for not leaving me to be a mess. <laughs> Woo! My, 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 my. Thank you for not leaving me to be a mess. My God. Thank you, Lord God, for not leaving me to be, leaving me to be a mess. So, Holy Spirit, I... My God, we're going to do some home improvements this morning. Holy Spirit, I welcome you into my heart. My God, to continue to do some home improvements. Oh, my God. Will you put that? Will you put that in your notes today? Holy Spirit, I'm welcoming you into my heart to do some home improvements. My God, I am nothing. I'm a... I'm going to put some emphasis on this. I cannot I always tell people I cannot be dope. I cannot be this dope without God. I'm nothing without God. I'm nothing without the Holy Spirit. Like I cannot take any credit for who I am. I can't take credit for who I am as a parent. I will tell you it takes a willing yes. My God, my yes, my determination, my show up. Absolutely. My obedience, absolutely. But I cannot take credit for anything that God has done in my life. I would not be who I am today. My God, without the Holy Spirit, I would not continue to grow into who I'm supposed to be without the Holy Spirit. John 14 and 26, Jesus tells us, look, <laughs> I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm going to make it sound like it should sound. Look, I'm going to send you somebody who's going to keep you straight. <laughs> I'm going to send you somebody who's going to comfort you. I'm going to send you somebody who's going to teach you. I'm going to send you somebody who's going to instruct you. I'm going to send you somebody to remind you of absolutely everything I said. And if you partner with the Holy Spirit, my God, you will become the best. Can I tell you something? The best version of you. You will become the best, 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 best version. You ain't got to never be jealous. You ain't got to never compare. You have, All you got to do is find the Holy Spirit, my God, and let the Spirit dwell in you, my God, and dwell with the Holy Spirit, my God, and make a decision to seek the kingdom first, my God. You got to... You got to start training your thoughts and your minds. Thank you, Father, for revelation today. Thank you for your word today. Thank you for the outpouring of your spirit today. Thank you for your holiness today. Thank you, Father God. Jesus is the high priest. Thank you for the advocate. 
Thank you for the strengthener. Thank you for the one that helps us to overcome. Like, my God, it's the, it's, when you see people, I ain't talking about, like, I ain't talking about people who do stuff in their own strength and in their own will. We have to be very careful of who, who saying or thinking, can I be real? Who God has his hands on and who's not. They've got to have the fruits, the work of the Holy Spirit. Like there's, there's some word that talks about a lot of times we read the, can I say this? <laughs> last time we read, a lot of times we read the benefits of the scripture, like the last part of the scripture, but we don't read what the requirement is. If you're willing and obedient, you're going to eat the good and the fruit of the land, right? If you're willing, if you remain in me. And I remain in you, my God. Sometimes we can put our own, can I be honest, our own self-works, our own self-efforts. And because of like the law of averages, those type of things that if you just put into something, it'll look like it's producing, right? I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, you could be thinking all the thoughts and thinking that they're God thoughts. But if you've already determined that, I was reading something that what God is, what you want to hear God say, do you know that thought will supersede the voice of the Lord? That thought will supersede like, so, so there's always God, if you're willing and obedient, right? If you seek the, the kingdom first, these things will be added unto you. And we have to be careful that we're not being wise in our own eyes and aspiring to be something because we think the fruit of success is dollars. Because we think the fruit of the success is building and to and and land that does not always equal the fruit of success. Remember, the Lord is very clear in saying broad, big, wide, wide is the path, but that narrow path only a few will find it. My God, only a few will walk it. My God. If I were you this morning, I would decree and declare, I'm going to be amongst the few. I'm going to be, I'm going to be amongst the few. I'm going to be amongst the few. I'm going to let the Lord continue to clean out my heart, my God, so that it aligns with his perfect will for my life, my God. And I'm not going to preempt the conversation of what I think, my God, I want to hear God say, can I tell you something? If you, um, if you already in your mind have made up your mind, right? This is what God going to say. This is what God going to say. It can sometimes cloud your hearing of the Holy Spirit. I think I told you guys in my journey, three times the Lord had asked me to walk into full-time ministry with him. Um, the first two times I had kind of denoted what I thought it was going to look like. I didn't receive the assignment. And can I tell you something? My way seemed prosperous. My way seemed prosperous. What I was doing in that season seemed like it was working and prosperous. It was, it, but it was not God's very best. So then when the third time came that the Lord said to me, I want you to walk into ministry with me full time. It was after my husband had died. I was in a place. And can I tell you something? You do not have to wait to get to the place that I was in where I felt like I had nothing left. And so I just said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do this. You can receive the instructions and the word of the Lord for your life today. And can I tell you something? 
It doesn't, oh, this is so good. It doesn't have to come to you in a prophecy or in a dream. Sometimes we're always looking for stuff in a prophecy. Sometimes we're always looking for something in a dream. You can live the word of the Lord outright. Oh, my God. My God. You can take the word of God and decide, you know what? I'm going to live according to his word, according to his laws, according to his precepts. A lot of times we're looking for somebody to confirm our purpose and who we are. Well, a part of our purpose and who we are is already written in the word of God. Oh, come on, y'all. Part of your purpose and my purpose is already written um, in the word of God. This is the word already gives us guidance and instructions. And if we would learn to live in this first, we would not be so confused by the things of this world. My God, if we would learn to let this be our identity, if we would learn to let this be the benchmark for our success, if we would learn, my God, to let this be the guidance, my God, of how we're supposed to live and how we're supposed to treat people, how we're supposed to prosper, my God, how we're supposed to walk in health, how we're supposed to walk in healing, how we're supposed to be disciples, right? We'll be running to and fro looking for a prophetic word. And I believe, my God, y'all know I believe in a prophetic word, looking for a prophetic word or looking for somebody confirmed. And God has already called you righteous. Oh, Jesus. He's already called you righteous in Jesus Christ. He's already called. He's already said to you, you're my righteousness. My God, in Jesus Christ, my God. So that's why we're here using the word of God. Oh my God. This is why we're here using the word of God so that we can renew our minds in the word because most of us have lost our identity. And other things other than Christ, right? Which is why, my God, we always seem emotionally unstable or don't really understand that this word applies to us. Some of us have even left the word of God just to be for the preachers, the teachers, the apostles. We are all disciples of Christ. We are all supposed to live at this level. We are all supposed to live integrity and character. We are all supposed to share the gospel. Remember, we're, we're doing the survey, right? And one of the questions that we learned in the survey was, do you share the gospel? Like, are you sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with this others. That's a marker that reveals what's going on in your heart. So the word of God has already said to us, uh, I'm a child of God. That's John 1 and 12. My God, that reveals it. You don't have to have nobody confirm for you. You a child of God. Once you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what you are? You're a child of God. <laughs> oh, you're a child of God. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what? You're a child. Nobody has to confirm or affirm with you that you are a child of God. You just have to receive this. Remember, 1 Corinthians 2 and 14, these things are not discerned by the flesh. My God, these things are not discerned by the flesh. My God, John 12, but to all who receive him, those who believe in his name, he has given the right to become God's children. I'm a child of God. Nobody has to prove that. Nobody has to sign off on that. No, I am God's dear beloved. I'm a child of God. Another thing you are, you're a branch of the true vine, a conduit of Christ's life. Oh my God. John 15, one and five. I am the true vine. My father is the gardener. I'm the vine. You are the branches, the one who remains in me and I in him. 
Oh, that's the key that I'm remaining in him. My God, he's remaining in me. Come on now. And then guess what's going to happen when I remain in him? I'm going to bear much fruit. <laughs> but the word is very clear to tell us, apart from me, you can accomplish nothing. So my success, my God, is remaining in the truth of who Christ Jesus is. Oh, I'm getting fired up in the inside. I feel it. I'm a friend of Jesus. You got to know that I'm a friend of Jesus. My God, I no longer call you slaves because the slaves do not understand what his master is doing. But I've called you friends because I've revealed to you everything I heard from my father. I'm a John, John 15, 15. He's a friend of yours. My God, thank you, Lord God. And then you have been justified and redeemed. And sometimes this is hard, so hard to conceive because for so long people have labeled us. Come on, y'all. For so, for so long we've believed lies about ourselves. For so long we've been so downtrodden. My God, people have talked about us so bad. Those things have been our truth for so long. Oh my God, we don't even recognize we've been justified and redeemed. We'll stay, stay, stay so tied to our past. Oh my God. We'll live in a conduct that is beneath ourselves. Ooh. We won't even stand up in our righteousness. We won't even live in our righteousness. We won't even live in our fullness. We're letting all the external voices, all the voices of the past, the accuser of the brethren with his sneaky, snaky self is constantly talking to us about our past, constantly talking to us about our mistakes. That's the accuser of the brother. Or those are your own thoughts because you haven't learned how to cast down wicked thoughts and wicked imaginations. Why would the lover of your soul, Jesus, why would the lover of your soul talk down on his creation? My God. Why would the lover of your soul, why would the one that created you for purpose talk down on you, beat you up? My God, ostracize you, remind you of the things of the past. That is not the Lord thy God. That is not the one that loves you. It says, I so you've been justified and redeemed, but they are justified freely by his grace. Somebody say, I'm justified freely. My God, when I receive this, oh, Jesus, my God, once I receive this and get revelation of this, I am justified freely by his grace, the redemption that's in Christ Jesus. My God, that's Romans 3 and 24. And then can I tell you something? Your old self was already crucified. Oh, Jesus. Your old self was already crucified. Can you put this in your notes today? My old self, my God, is already crucified. I'm not going to even talk about my old self. There's actually a scripture that tells us the things that were done in the dark, we shouldn't even be discussing any longer. Those things we should leave over there. So my old self was crucified with Christ. I'm no longer a slave to sin. Oh my God. So if my old self was crucified to Christ and I'm no longer a slave to sin, then I'm not going to let somebody talk to me about my old self. I'm not getting ready to let all these thoughts take me back to my old self. Why? That person doesn't live here anymore. You might need to get you a little dearly beloved. (laughs) We are gathered here today, right? And lay your old self to rest. Jesus, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. My God, my uh, dearly beloved, we are gathered. We are gathered here today. Go and lay your old self, your old mannerisms, your old ways. Go and lay it to rest today. Oh, 
my God. Romans 6 and 6 says, we know that our old man was crucified with him so that the body of sin would no longer dominate us so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. My old self was crucified with Christ. I'm not a slave to sin. I'm more than a conqueror. My God, greater is he that is in me. My God, than he that is in the world. And when you feel your old nature trying to rise up, mm -mm, I'm dead to you. My God, the word of God says, submit to God, resist the devil. The first thing is the submission. Oh, Jesus. The first thing is a submission. That's the step we forget a lot of time. We be trying to resist the devil without submitting to God. My God, I thank you for this word this morning. So we're going to submit to God first. We're going to submit the circumstance we're going to submit the sin. Come on, y'all. We're going to submit whatever it is we're struggling with. We're going to submit the depression. We're going to submit the worry. My God. We're going to submit whatever it is. We're going to submit that. No, I'm going to submit this. I'm laying this down at the cross. I can't take care of my own sins. I can't deal with my own past. My God, I can't overcome this on my own. Can I tell you when I learned that Jesus gives me my holiness that things that I thought I had to overcome on my own, I did not. And the more I centered my focus on Jesus, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The more that I centered my focus on Jesus, my God, the more that I began to conquer and dominate in the spirit, the sins and the things from the past that were trying to overwhelm me, my God. My God, so you're not, oh my God, I thank you for this in this morning. So my God, you're not, you've been set free from the law of sin and death. Romans 8 and 2, for the law of life-giving spirit. This is why, this is why the devil never really wanted you to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. This is why he tried to plague your thoughts and make you think becoming a Christian or beloved or loving Christ or focusing your mind and centering your heart and center on Christ was going to make you oppressed. It is the least oppressive thing. This is for the law of life-giving spirit in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law and sin and death. You need to write that in your notes today. I'm free. <laughs> oh, I'm free. And he who the son says free, come on now, is free indeed. I'm free. My God. You need to say that. You need to speak that over yourself today. I'm free. I'm not a slave to sin. My God. And I will not. Can I tell you something? And you got to be bold in this. I will not be in condemnation. Ooh, I will not be in condemnation. I'm not going to live in no condemnation. I'm not getting ready to walk in no condemnation. I'm not getting ready to buy no condemnation. I'm not going to sell no condemnation. Why? Because Romans tells us there is therefore no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And I've been accepted. If nobody else accepts you, guess what? Jesus accepts you. Oh, receive one another then. Just as Christ is also received to God's glory. Romans 15 and 7. My God, you've been sanctified. Come on now. Renew your mind in this this morning. To the church of God that is in Corinth. To those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus. And called to be saints. You called to be a saint. With all those in every place who call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Their Lord and ours. 1 Corinthians 1 and 12. Come on now. And in Christ Jesus. Not in yourself. I have all I need. I have wisdom. I have righteousness. 
our sanctification and our redemption. He is the reason you have a relationship with Christ Jesus. We, he, who became for us wisdom for God, righteousness, and sanctification and redemption. That's 1 Corinthians 1 and 30. That's why it's so important for you to get the Holy Spirit and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because guess what? That's where your wisdom is. That's where your reminder of your righteousness is. That's where your sanctification is. And that's where your redemption is. Come on now. And then your body. Woo! My God. This is the thing that set me free from anything that, uh, that let me say it the correct way so y'all be like, oh, that the lust of the flesh was trying to attack me and come at me. This is the scripture that freed me. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who dwells in me, right? Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? First Corinthians 6 and 19. I just started meditating on my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. More when I got revelation that my body was the temple of the Holy Spirit. My God, the more I was protective and am still protective about what comes against my body, what goes into my body, and how I treat my body. Because I want to provide a temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell in, right? My God, I'm joined to the Lord. When you're joined, you're joined to the Lord. Come on, y'all. Get revelation of this. I'm joined to the Lord and I'm one spirit in him. But the one who united us with the Lord is one spirit with him. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 17. My God, this is so powerful this morning. My God. And do you know what else? God leads you. My God, you are triumphant. My God, through the knowledge of Christ Jesus. My God, that means there's a victory. Ooh, my, my, my. Somebody speak that over their life today. There's a victory for me in Christ Jesus. Ooh. Mama, 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 my God, you better declare that there's a victory for me today in Christ Jesus. You better set that thing apart. My God, there's a victory. No, there's a victory. Oh, Jesus, there's a victory today for me in Christ Jesus. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and who makes known through us the fragrance that consists of knowledge of him in every place. You're going to triumph in knowledge as well. You're going to overcome and have victory and you're going to have the knowledge you need. Oh my God. Can I tell you a few more things? The hardening of your mind. The thoughts in your mind that have been hardened, guess what? Those were removed. My God, some of us don't even know we free. Some of us don't even know what comes with our freedom. Some of us are much like the slaves when they were on the plantation and they were free and they just kind of sat around not knowing what to do with their freedom. They didn't know what, what came with their freedom. That's why it's so important for you to renew your mind in the word. And you know, Timothy says, study yourself to show yourself approved so that you know who you are in Christ Jesus. Woo! But their minds were closed for to this very day, the same veil remains when they hear the old covenant read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. 
Your old mind is taken away in Christ Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that my old mind has taken it away. Come on now. It's taking it away. It's taking it away. My God, you're no longer a slave. You've been set free. You're chosen. You're holy. You're blameless. My God. Ephesians 1 and 4. For he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world that we may be holy and unblemished in his sight. You've been forgiven. So if you've been forgiven by God, by the grace of Christ, my God, why won't you forgive yourself? Jesus, why won't you forgive yourself? Why won't you release yourself from your past? Why won't you release yourself from what you used to be? The only reason you won't release yourself from your past and who you used to be is because you don't know who you are. You've been looking for this world to benchmark your success. You've been living according to this world. My God. My God, this world standard of sex. You've been looking for joy in external things. When the word of God says, this joy that I have, oh, baby, this joy that I got, this joy that I'm living in, this joy that I'm basking in, this world didn't give me that joy. My God. So when I'm forgiven, I can't hold myself hostage. This is why it's so important for you to learn how to forgive others. Usually when we struggle with forgiveness with others, it's also because we struggle with forgiveness of ourselves. Why? Remember, they asked me, so what is the greatest commandment? What is the things that we need to hang on? He says, love God first with all your heart, with all your might, and then love others as you love yourself. Where? Scared? Go back. The problem is often the love that I have for myself. My God, when you love yourself so well, it's so easy to love others. When you love God with all your heart and you receive the love of the Father, which in turn lets you be able to really love yourself, like love yourself, not conditionally, but love yourself through the Spirit, then the love you have for others, forgiveness becomes so easy. You'll practice forgiveness. You'll start practicing forgiveness. One of my one of my, my sister, my girl, anytime I'm struggling with something with somebody, I call her and I say, because it tells us, bring, bring, bring it to your people, bring it to your girl. I call her and I say, look, I need to, I need to talk this through with you because I don't want to hold offense against this person in my heart. I don't want to, I, I don't want to be upset. I want to release this person. And I just confess the scripture says, confess your faults one to another. And I confess my faults to her. Then we pray and I release that person, right? Operating in a spirit of forgiveness on a continuous, continual basis. Offering, because often people don't know what they do. I'm like, Jesus, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. People don't know the stuff that they be operating in, stuff they say. Sometimes there are things that I've done that I don't recognize. So when I keep and operate in a place of forgiveness on a continual basis, then it's going to be easy for me to forgive others. When it, well, when I haven't received the love of the Father for myself, oh, Jesus, I hear chains breaking. When I don't, oh, I hear chains breaking. My God, when I don't receive the love of the Father for myself, it's going to be impossible for me to love anyone else with the love of the Father. Why? Because I haven't really received the love of the Father for myself. I really haven't received the love of the Father for myself. Because if I really received the love of the Father for myself, then when someone starts 
When, I, when someone starts talking to me about my spiritual inheritance, the things that I'm praying over and talking about today, the word that's being expounded on today, then I can receive that in my heart. And it just gives me a boost of confidence of who I am in Christ Jesus. Well, when someone starts talking to me about my spiritual inheritance and it's hard for me to conceive, or even when someone pays me a compliment, it's come on, y'all. It's hard for me to conceive, right? It's hard for me to, it's hard for me to conceive. Then I'm never going to be able to pour that out on to somebody else. Oh, Jesus. I'm never going to be able to pour this out of myself. So if I don't understand, I've been redeemed and forgiven by Christ Jesus and receive that and walk in that level of forgiveness. Even when I mess up, even when I make mistakes and I know it's hard, I have, I have to release myself all the time because I used to mess things up so bad. Sometimes I'm on the edge of not relaxing in the things of God because I'm trying to get it just right, right? Well, that's not receiving grace, right? That's not understanding what the grace is. That's not receiving the forgiveness. That's not understanding that I don't have to be perfect. That's not understanding that even if I make a mistake, God knows my and the intentions of my heart, right? I remember one time God was correcting. I, the Holy Spirit had revealed to me something. And as I was, the Holy Spirit had revealed to me something, I was like, oh! Like, I was like, oh, my God. And the Lord paused me and he said, Lakeisha, the fact that you can be corrected says a lot. And I was like, the fact that you can hear the Holy Spirit tell you you should not have done that is a lot, says a lot about your heart being tender and responsive. So it shook something in me, right? Not that. Okay, Lord, thank you. So instead of looking at correction as a bad thing, I'm like, okay, Lord, thank you for correcting me because I know this is how you love me. Thank you for pruning me because I know this is how I'm going to bear much more fruit for you. And then what it began to do also is because I'm a little list maker. I make a little list every day to, to accomplish my task. What it began to free me in as well. Come on, y'all. Is that when my task like if I don't, instead of when I don't accomplish something on my list, instead of thinking about all the things that I didn't get done, I celebrate all the things that I did well. I celebrate all the things that I did well. I'm like, whoa, today, you know, I did this. Today, I got this done. Today, I got this done. Today, I got this done. And then whatever didn't get accomplished today, I move it over to the next day. But I also have an accountability partner and we talk through those things all the time. And she'll come back and check me and she'll say, did you handle this? Did you handle this? We do a whole accountability to each other every week. Did you get this done? Nope, ain't got this done yet. Okay, just reminding you. Did you get this done? Nope, that's why accountability partners are so spiritual accountability partners. Not somebody just going to hype you up. Somebody that's going to hold you to the teeth. Did you get this done? My God, did you have this? What about this? Have you called this person? And we do each other like that all the time and it balances each other out, right? So knowing who I am, knowing I'm forgiven, Ephesians 1 and 7, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of trespasses according to the riches of his grace. And then, my God, I've been sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. My God, Ephesians 1 and 13. And when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed in Christ, you were marked with the seal of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You're still with the Holy Spirit. And stop saying something. I got to tell you that today. Stop saying something told me. Stop saying your women's intuition. I'm not saying those things exist. 
But you got to begin to recognize who the Holy Spirit is so you know more of who, who the Holy Spirit is. You got to study the Holy Spirit out. You got to know he's comforted. You got to know he's your advocate. You got to know he's your strength. He's got to, something told me. No, acknowledge Holy Spirit for who Holy Spirit is. Because Jesus said, I'm sending you somebody. And it's not an it. I'm sending you somebody. I'm sending you Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is who you need. Recognize the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit inside me. <laughs> Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit told me. The Holy Spirit talked to me. The Holy Spirit is leading me. The Holy Spirit is guiding me, right? Because I'm still with the Holy Spirit. Now, let me give you one more. I've been predestined by God to obtain his inheritance. In Christ, we too have been claimed as God's own possession since we were predestined according to the one purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his will. That's Ephesians 1 and 11. I've been predestined by God to attain an inheritance and not just in heaven on this earth as well. Oh my God. And not just in heaven. And on this earth, and on this earth as well, right? Then can I tell you something? You flawless in Christ Jesus. <laughs> can I tell you why I'm calling you flawless? This is why I'm God's workmanship, created to produce good works. Oh Jesus, come on, y'all! For we are His workmanship, having been created in Christ Jesus for good works. That God prepared beforehand so we may do them. Ephesians 2 and 10. Everything on this earth that you were sent and assigned to accomplish to do. Guess what? God created you to produce good work. You're not going to always. I'm always messing stuff up. Nah. You just don't know who you are in Christ Jesus. You just don't understand that God created you to produce good works. My God, I decree and declare right now that your esteem, your self-esteem is being renewed by the word of God. And you walk in a God esteem. I rebuke, dismantle, cut up, loose, lacerate, bind to the pits of hell your emotional trauma that has left you walking in the same circles and cycles to not believe who you are in Christ Jesus and to understand your worth in Christ. My God, you are a member of Christ's body and a partaker of his promises. That's Ephesians 3 and 6. My God, you always have access. My God, you always have access to God. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. You're a citizen of heaven. My God, the peace of God guards your heart and your mind. That's why you got to get up every day and put on your helmet of salvation, your breastplate of righteousness. Let your feet be shod with the gospel of peace. Buckle yourself in truth. My God, can you do that this morning? I'm getting ready to buckle myself in truth. Buckle yourself in truth. Buckle yourself in truth. That's why you got to know what the word says. That's why you got to study to show yourself in truth. Oh, let me get up this morning and buckle myself in truth. What does the word say about me? You know, when you've been plagued with low self-esteem for a long time, when you've been plagued with emotional trauma for a long time, baby, you got to buckle yourself in truth. And can I tell you something? It's time for some of y'all to kick the doors in. 
on the truth. You can't afford to be passive anymore. You can't afford to lay timid anymore. It's time for you to rise up and stand in the truth. Uh, you have to kick the door. See, there's the enemy on the other side. It look like the door is locked on your truth. The door ain't locked on your truth. You just need one good hard kick. <laughs> Woo! You just need one good hard kick in the word. That's why we've been pressing in on our confessions. That's why we've been staying. You just need one good hard. I'm talking about a good, see, I'm going to use a little hood language, a good kick though. <laughs> Woo! You need a good kick though. You just need one good kick though. You just need to kick the door in one good time. Just one, bam, one good kick with the word to all the falseness, my God, of whatever you've been believing begins to dismantle. Or like the children of Israel, when they circled the wall seven times, and on the last time, they released a sound. They released a well. My God, the, they sounded the trumpet. Woo! You ought to sound your trumpet this morning. You ought to sound. Some of you have been circling the same thing for so long. You ought to sound your trumpet this morning. Woo! You ought to sound your trumpet and say, victory is mine. You ought to declare what the word says. Sound your trumpet this morning. My God, victory is mine. Why? Because my redeemer lives. Woo! That's it. I hear the Holy Spirit saying that's it. You ought to sound your trumpet this morning. Why? Because victory is yours. My God, shout unto God. Victory is mine. I'm going to wake the boys up. Victory is mine. You ought to release that into the atmosphere today. Why? Because that's the promise of your living God. That's the promise of your father. Only the enemy wants you downtrodden in the same pattern, in the same cycle, in the same circles, doing the same thing. My God, I decree and declare this your level up today. Woo! My God, I decree and declare that this is your level up in Christ Jesus. That as your mind is being renewed in the word, that you're walking in a boldness, that you're walking in a confidence, that you're walking in the fullness of who God called you to be in Christ Jesus, and that you will never again settle my God, I thank you, Lord God. You will never again settle. You will never again walk in a less than version of yourself that you receive the renewed mind today. Lord God, I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for the word on today. I thank you, Lord God, that you are healing us from all our past trauma. My God, in Jesus' name, we're going to do it. We got to seal it in our Joyce Meyer Confessions. I need to um, pray for my three in me. She's on YouTube. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I stand. Woo! That's it. Boldly for my sister in Christ Jesus. I apply the living blood of Christ over her circumstance, over her situation, 
over her mind and over her finances. I cancel every assignment of the enemy off her process, off her purpose. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that she is breaking forth, that she is coming out, that she is standing up, and that she will be strong in the word. I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit to provide all the comfort that she needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on. We're sealing it in our confessions. We got to close it out in our confession. Do not not confess on the weekend, right? We're renewing our minds, right? We're tilling our heart, right? God is revealing in us. We're working through the list. We're still going through the things. We're working through the list. God is tilling our hearts so that as we confess the word of God, it will be pliable and it will come forth with fruit. Come on, y'all. So let's go ahead and confess our word this morning. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. We dropping the links everywhere. My God, I've died and I've been raised with Christ and I'm now seated in heavenly places. I'm dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, but every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall show to be in the wrong. I prosper. Oh, say that today. Declare that boldly. I prosper. And everything I put my hand to, I have prosperity in all areas of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and emotionally, and socially as well. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down woo, every imagination. Don't you let your imagination get the best of you and you go into a whole worse situation? I remember I was driving one time and this was not a prophetic vision and my imagination was getting the best of me and I was thinking I'm going to have a car. That's how I was going. I was thinking I'm going to have a car accident and then I'm thinking I'm going to be paralyzed and then I'm thinking they're going to feature my story on the news. Just foolery. By the time I got to the feature on the news, I said, is this that I'm thinking on? What is this mess that I'm thinking on? What is it? Where did this mess come from? This is not from God. So we take air and you know, we all go there and do that. Create a whole scenario in our head and our mind that has nothing to do with God. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination, every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things he offers me. I do not speak negative things on purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. I never bind a sister or a brother, my God, with the words of my mouth. We don't speak negative things on each other. We don't speak negative things on each other. My God, I decree and declare today, the Holy Spirit will remind you never to speak another negative thing on anybody else. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm slow to speak quick to hear, and slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I will study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired or grow weary when I study the word. I pray, minister, or praise God. 
but I am alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give away all the time. I cast all my care on the Lord for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. I do not fear, and I am not guilty. I'm not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man, and I'm judged by no one. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues. An interpretation of tongues, the working of miracles, discerning of spirit, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, healing and prophecy. I walk in the spirit all of the time. I've been set free. I'm free to love, to worship, to trust with no fear or rejection of being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. Ask God, God, give me your compassion for people. Ooh, if you begin to pray like that, the love of God will begin to overwhelm your heart. Lord, give me your compassion for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. I catch the enemy and all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose rather to believe the word of God. Work is good. I enjoy work. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence, making the most of all my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility and I rise to every responsibility in Jesus. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. You can lay hands on your sick. Tell your body, recover. Tell your hair, recover. Tell your eyesight, recover. Tell your hearing, recover. Tell your teeth to recover. Tell your body, your hands, recover. My God, in Jesus' name, speak to your joints, your bones, your marrow, your feet. Decree and declare, they shall recover. My God, in the name of Jesus, I have a teachable spirit. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I have humbled myself and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do and I get where I'm going on time. I'm going to be a person of character and integrity. I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. I do one thing at a time. I read an article not long ago that said, I don't know that we were created. God created. Oh, we, we multitask this way. Mm -mm. I do one thing at a time. I get one thing done at a time. I be, become great in this one thing before I start moving on to 30,000 other things. My God, I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed for God for ministry. I'm an obedient wife for those of us that are wives. My God, even if you're not a wife yet, you're a wife, you're becoming. You got to be a wife. He who findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. You got to let your preparation, whoo, that's a whole word in itself, occur. My God. So, um, 
your preparation occur so that you can already be the wife. He says, I'm an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in me. My husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He makes godly decisions. Men of God that are on here, you're wise. You are the king and priest of your home and you make godly decisions. All my children have lots of Christian friends and God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray. Even your adult children that are not married yet state that all my children love to pray and study the word. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the word of God. All my household, my generations are blessed in their deeds. We're blessed when we come in and when we go out. And all that I own is paid for. I owe no man anything except to love him in Christ Jesus. Guess what? You just tended to yourself. Guess what? You just tended to your heart. Guess what? You just renewed your mind in the word. Stay in that vein. Stay in the truth. My God, build your confidence up in Christ Jesus. So no demon, no devil in hell can take from you what rightfully belongs to you. My God, Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for doing home improvements in our heart. Oh, my God. Thank you for doing home improvements in our hearts so that we can walk in the imitation of Christ, that we can be your hands and feet on this earth, Lord God. We thank you for overwhelming us with your goodness and your mercy today. Thank you for enlarging our territory so we can do more for you, Lord God. We spread wide the place of our tent. We honor you, Father God, today. Overwhelm us with your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for daily bread. Father, show us your glory. I thank you, Lord God. We come to know you as healer, provider, and protector, and that we will not rely on anything else, that we will trust in you with all our heart, and we will honor you with the fruit of our lips, and we will honor others as well. My God, give us our daily bread. My God, show us your glory. Let us walk in your glory. Let us manifest your glory. I thank you, Father God, for healing us from emotional trauma today. Lord God, and making us sound and whole spirit, soul, and body. My God, I thank you, Lord God, that we take care of our temples so the Holy Spirit can dwell well. That's it. In Jesus' name, amen. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart. As a matter of fact, pause and pray. Lord, do you want me to give and sow into this ministry? And if the Lord places it on your heart, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can give there or cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J ministry, and you can give there. Oh, ladies, Mother's Day. We got a Mother's Day giveaway. Make sure you nominate yourself or somebody else. It's dinner on us. I've never seen people. It's not no gimmick. It's nothing. I ain't never seen people who don't want to stand for like. I ain't going to apply. You're worthy to apply. Go nominate yourself or nominate someone else for Mother's Day. We're going to draw, I think, May 9th. And we're going to pray for dinner for five ladies so you can have a night off, right? We're going to pay for dinner for five ladies. So go nominate yourself or nominate somebody else. Follow the instructions so we can draw five of you beautiful women for Mother's Day. Husbands, nominate your wives. Also today, we're going to release 
our warrior of the week. So make sure when you see our warrior of the week that you celebrate this woman or man of God. It doesn't mean it's always going to be a woman. Make sure you celebrate this woman or man or woman of God. We just always want to make sure we honor the people that are connected to us. Father God, I thank you for a partnership. I thank you, Father God, for Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.